0: Hi, this is Molly.
1: And hey, it's Ethan. And you're listening to...
0: Personally, Personally, I I wouldn't. wouldn't. Because we wouldn't.
1: Even though we probably have.
0: Hello! And welcome back. My voice just went up three octaves. I
1: know, you did it again. (laughs) You were just saying how you feel like you have a Kardashian voice on this.
0: I want everyone to know that this is not what I actually sound like.
1: Molly, let's... Okay. Molly's gonna do her natural voice and I don't want anyone to judge her, okay? This is what she really sounds like. Hey guys.
0: <laughs> really? This is Molly. I was preparing the talk.
1: <laughs> no. no, that was me. Okay. Um anyway, how is everyone? How are you guys doing? That's great. <laughs> The way me and Molly just stare at each other in silence for 10 seconds. Oh, my God.
0: You always ask them how they're doing, and then sometimes they answer, but this time I decided not to. I
1: want to know. I, like, you know, send us a DM or something. We get lonely. Um, but, yeah, anyway, what's going on with you?
0: Nothing much.
1: Happy belated birthday.
0: Thank you. Happy early birthday.
1: Thank you. It is. It's Sagittarius and Capricorn Sagittarius. Season. Shut up. I want my second drink.
0: First of all, did you, second of all, did you know that Mercury is in retrograde right now?
1: I'm not surprised.
0: Why? What's happened to you? I had diarrhea. <laughs> no, that's not unusual. That's like every day.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
0: what's unusual yeah, that's happened that's to you? That's
1: so like, well, I had a mental breakdown yesterday. Is that, although that's kind it of was usual too. it was final season? It was final season, but I called my father and basically had a breakdown and started crying. Oh, no. I was losing it. But, um, Aww. you know what? We're here today, we're doing better than ever,
0: anyways. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, anyways, child, Such
0: Capricorn, Capricorn <laughs> energy. No, yeah,
1: We gotta yep. just, just gotta keep moving, keep rolling.
0: That um, is Capricorn,
1: but yeah, oh my gosh, how does it feel to be 26? It
0: feels great, yes. I'm gonna <laughs> be optimistic about it and not sad that, um, I'm past my teenage years and early 20s because I feel like. When I look at pictures of myself from, like, 21, I'm like, who the fuck was I? Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing.
1: Yeah. And I so what? You got to pop some, like, arthritis medication in the morning now. Yeah, it's, it's like, fine. No big deal.
0: It's better than eating pizza from the floor at, like, 3 a.m. in college, you know?
1: Who's doing that? <laughs> I wasn't doing that. <laughs> pizza on the floor.
0: I was crazy.
1: Okay. Yeah. I probably have done that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You have. <laughs> I'm sure. No
1: need to be called out like this.
0: <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So... How are you? Besides the breakdown, like, <laughs> the
1: breakdown. are you excited
0: about your upcoming birthday?
1: I am. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, work miraculously gave me like a couple days off. <gasps> Yay! So my boyfriend's coming into town, mm-hmm. and Molly knows we're going to do like a little party up at this mm-hmm. house. He um, basically is friends with this guy who has this huge like house in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and. He lets him borrow it. So he's going to come into town and we're going to do it up there. And so it's going to be really fun.
0: That sounds fun. Um,
1: yeah, stay tuned for a report on how that goes.
0: I'm so excited. Um, I already picked out my outfit. I
1: know. I need your help because I seriously I don't even know what I'm gonna going to wear. We're going for
0: black, edgy, classy yeah. New York vibes.
1: Sassy bougie ratchet. We
0: just want to be back in New York, basically, smoking basically, a cigarette yeah. outside of the bougiest club. In I'll be New smoking York.
1: something. Yeah. That
0: was iconic that we did that.
1: That really was.
0: We, story we should time. tell that
1: oh my god yeah okay so really quick wait this we was talk last about the march yeah yeah so last march we went to new york i was on spring break we on spring break too i don't
0: know
1: yeah it was Anyways. like anyway around that time um and this is literally right when i had like met my boyfriend for the first time yeah um that's kind of partly why I, we went out to visit but um for Those of you who don't know, he lives in New York, so mm-hmm. we were going there and I was kind of going to see him, but me and Molly were like, I'm oh gonna let's like do a trip, yeah. Um, so we went out, we were having so much fun, mm-hmm. and we ran around the city for like a good two hours, like previously that night, asking people actually, this was the night before,
0: yeah, the night before, yeah,
1: the night before, we were like, okay, where do we go to find the rich men,
0: where are the hot dads
1: the hot dad that's, that's all that was our only know. goal <laughs>
0: we asked like 30 people
1: i'm not even joking we stopped people on the street and we're like where do you go they sent us to the worst spot
0: they sent us to the east village right so the east those... village
1: we were in soho we were all over the place and
0: that's not where you go yeah but we looked it up online and it was like go to the nines yeah so we went to the nines and they were like we got there early and then there was a bouncer there and he not was like
1: it. well I mean, early by New York stands, It was early, like nine. It was like it was nine, nine like or ten, or ten. Yeah. yeah. But so
0: we were like, there was no line, and we like met the bouncer, and we were like, can we get into the nines? And he's like, come here at midnight, and I will get you in. Yeah. And we were like, okay. And he, there was a bar underneath that bar that was like There's more There was like dive-y. an upstairs-downstairs
1: situation, yeah. Yeah,
0: so the one downstairs was more divy, like anybody can get into it, but the nines was like bougie as hell. You had to like know somebody yeah. to get in. So we go to that one, meet some people. Everyone kept asking us if we were going to like an event because we looked bougie as hell.
1: I don't know what yeah, we <laughs> honestly that's probably like the best I've ever looked. Yeah. We looked good like we looked like a million bucks. Yeah. Like we looked like we belong there. We looked in good. fact we went out like I think either after that or before and yeah. to like another bar and people were like, Did you guys just come from a gala or something? Yeah, they're like, like... What
0: gala were you at? <laughs> and we're like the the gala of life. Yeah,
1: we were like the yacht gala. I was yes. making things up like but yeah. Anyway.
0: Um. Um, and then the bouncer so finally like midnight comes around we go up there and he's like okay stand here and then this man is going to walk by and you're going to like ask him if you can join and so I am like waiting there the man walks by and I ask him I'm like hey can we join your table and Ethan was like oh he works here and I was like, "No, Ethan."
1: He I didn't know. He's... I was so demure. I'm like a child from the woods, so I yeah. didn't know that this is how it works. He
0: didn't know the system. He was like, but... "What just happened? Like, why so you had to ask that specific worker to like get in?" And I was like, "No, you have to like know somebody to get in." So he was probably like some rich bougie guy yeah. that like bought a table bottle service yeah. and then you have to know him and he just like waved us and he was like looked us up and down and he was like yeah you're fine and no then this we got place in. is
1: legit like exclusive like mm-hmm. real new yorkers like influencers in fact i saw an influencer in there you did? Audrey. yeah remember i said hi oh
0: yeah i don't oh, i don't yeah, even I think i follow the her woman. anymore she's yeah. kind of a
1: bitch in person she was a bitch yeah
0: i remember that
1: yeah audrey what's her name she does like fashion uh get ready with with me yeah on TikTok. sorry but,
0: to expose her but she. Was oh i
1: don't nice. give a fuck if you're gonna be rude <laughs> i'm gonna call you out about it I would say to her yeah. face. Um, but anyway, so we go in and we were having a blast low key. Mm-hmm. Like downstairs was so fun. And the whole time we were there in the city, like we were looking for a place that played good music. Because mm-hmm. like we went to a couple bars and most of them were like, eh. yeah, they were like, okay. But they nowhere had like good, good music. Yeah. And this place, I don't know if it was just the DJ that night or what, mm-hmm. but like it was going off. Like it was really it was good. Going off. yeah. But they were playing like a random mix of like, Pop hits and like Stevie Nicks and like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It was just so fun though.
0: It was really fun. Highly and there was actually the hot guys. Yeah, the nines and the bar below it were really fun. Yeah, and the bouncer was in. cool. I forget his name, but he was amazing. He was an angel. Yeah, yeah. And then the pianist at the nines uh fell in love with us and like ran around the bar looking for oh my God. cigarettes okay, yeah. for us.
1: Well, first of all, me and Molly were dancing it up, sweating it out, like downstairs. Yeah. Flirting with some men, getting drunk, and then mm-hmm. we go upstairs, which is like a little bit more classy. That's where like everyone's just most like standing the around. Are yeah, yeah. It's more of like a salon style.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but we like go over and start talking to like a couple people, and then you know that time of the night when like the alcohol is hitting, and you're like, I need a cigarette.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's where we were at.
0: So we were there, and then um. I asked the pianist, I was like, oh, can I, like, do you have one? And he, this man. Well, no,
1: no, no. First of all, I went up to him (laughs) and was like, hey, do you, like, how's it going? Like, having a good night? And he was like, yeah, like, pretty good. Like, Uh I was like, do you have a cigarette or anything? And he was like, no, I don't think so. Sorry. (laughs) And I was like, oh, what a bummer. And so then, like, me and Molly were both, like, on the hunt. Uh And then probably 10 minutes later, like 15 minutes later, Molly walks over him. And she looks gorgeous, obviously. Like she was wearing this like Aww. little strapless number. Uh-huh. And she goes, Hi, like, excuse me, I don't mean to interrupt. You've been doing so great playing the piano, but do you have a cigarette? Yeah. And what
0: is he doing? And then he was like, Yes. He was like literally okay, jumped like, out of his seat. Yeah, he jumped up and he was like, Give me five seconds. He starts running throughout the bar, asking everyone if they have a cigarette, yeah. and then goes to the back of the house and is like Running around, scurrying around, and he comes yeah. back with like a pack, and I'm like, okay, I just need
1: one. He's <laughs> like, how many would you like?
0: I was so flattered, and then um, I have and never... I had never
1: been more offended. I was like, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. This
0: then we then we feels homophobic, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh He gave off gay vibes, but we that's when we. I thought off. he was gay, yeah. so I was
1: like, I got this, Molly. Like, yeah. let me work my magic, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no, he was not interested.
0: Um, and then I have never felt cooler in my life than when they lifted the black uh, rope to oh, go yeah, like into the velvet night, rope, yeah. the velvet rope, and let us out. And they and I was like, I'm just gonna smoke this. Like, okay, they lifted it. This whole crowd of people was waiting to get. You no, know, guys, there
1: was like a line, a line, like down the block.
0: I have never felt cooler getting that velvet rope lifted and then going smoking a cig and then walking right back in and him lifting yeah, the rope for me, literally in front and of everyone. everyone. That was the best moment of my-
1: no no kidding. that was iconic that i was felt amazing. like i was like my name is bella my hadid, is bella hadid.
0: <laughs> i don't know why he loved us so much
1: i don't know well i mean yeah I he was cute though yeah
0: he was so nice i would have hit it him. i don't
1: know if he's was straight or not he's probably straight I think straighter. he was
0: straight yeah what
1: was his name jeremiah or something
0: jeremiah i think
1: started with a j something like that it was really similar to that yeah Anyway,
0: speaking of influencers, um, I was listening to Matt Rife's interview with Jordan Peterson, and I know right now is like,
1: okay, sorry, we took a quick pause, but we're back. Quick pause. Um, my bestie Andriana and my roommate just had to <laughs> pop in really quick and say hi. <laughs> She's hanging out in the corner and drinking with we us. We have
0: our first official <laughs> listener. We have
1: a live studio audience, so if we say anything funny, you have to laugh and clap.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Okay, um, I think we're about to get into influencers, though.
0: Yes, so I was listening to Matt Reif and Jordan Peterson's interview on the way here, two very controversial people.
1: Yeah, and you went and saw him, didn't you? I saw
0: Matt Reif before the controversy with the... Controversy? Uh, controversy controversy <laughs> with the domestic violence joke. Yeah, because
1: um, you told me about this. I yeah. What was the joke? Do you know? It
0: was like there was a woman who was their waitress and she had a bruise under her eye and he made a joke like that he used in his shows um where he was like maybe if she was better in the kitchen she wouldn't have had the black eye and uh, everyone was like and but it's really interesting I, it's not
1: funny but like it is kind of funny it's, okay
0: so <laughs> the reason i wanted to talk about this was not because of the controversy Cont- why how do you say it
1: controversy yeah
0: Anyways, um, but because they were talking about like humor and what humor is and I thought it was like really interesting some of the things they said. So they said like you can't fake humor like you or you can't fake a laugh like you know when somebody is um, laughing for real or if they're like fake laughing. Yeah. And he interestingly he said during his show when he said that joke everybody laughed because it's
1: funny, but he
0: also he said there's another type of response where people say, um, like, oh, like, the, like, oh, that's a, a yeah. sensitive joke. And he said he made a school shooting joke later in the show, mm-hmm. and people had that response because it's like a very sensitive subject.
1: Yeah, that's dark. Yeah, I mean and it's dark. dark, but I mean you ultimately, I think you know what you're signing up for when you're going to see a comedian. Yeah, and I honestly think that at a certain point, it's kind of a rite of passage for a comedian to be canceled. Yeah. Because if you're not pushing the boundary and like being a little risky, like you're yeah. probably not going to make it. Yeah. And I think there is like an appropriate way to go about it. Like obviously, you don't want to be like blatantly homophobic or sexist in any way. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean I mean I think it is what it is. And like yeah. if it's funny, if it's funny, to me it's like it's more about the quality of the joke. Mm -hmm. than if you're just bringing up something uncomfortable to, like, get a reaction.
0: Yeah, so that was something they talked about was how humor is, like, there's a fine line between something that's too dark and something that's funny. Yeah, But it does have to push the boundary because, like, in psychological theory, something is funny when it is, like, very novel and very different and something that, like, kind of shocks you, then you laugh. That's yeah. Like a requirement for something to be funny.
1: Well, now, too, I feel like we're so overexposed to, like, media with, like, social media, Instagram, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like, people are, like, so desensitized to things now Yeah. that you have to, like, take it further and further. Like, slowly you're moving the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, there's probably times where you're going to step over that line and, like, offend some people. Yeah. But, like, I'm sure he may- has made other jokes that have offended other communities, yes. too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like – So there's probably like he's probably made a homophobic joke at one point or another. Mm -hmm. But if it's funny, I would laugh. Like,
0: yeah, as
1: a gay person, like if it's a funny joke, I don't really care. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So like I said, he made a school shooting joke, but nobody has canceled him for that joke, which is probably you know, more insensitive than the domestic violence one, like a darker joke. Well, it's
1: because it's not specifically targeting a minor- minority in the way that, like, yes. a sexism so, joke is or a domestic abuse a joke is. I
0: think domestic violence is more of a widespread issue than, like, I mean, you know, America is a different story, but um, yeah. domestic violence is like a more prevalent, and yeah. so a lot more people are taking offense to something that like directly relates to them but he was also talking about how the people who are taking offense are not normally women like there's a lot of men that are commenting on it that's so and interesting and it's like why are you commenting about something that I well don't know. in a
1: weird way i think he is kind of like i don't know he's setting back like the men's like you know pc movement and like mm mm-hmm. I think straight men have been under, like, a lot of fire lately for good reason, obviously, yeah. in a lot of circumstances. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting that he would, like, make a joke like that. Yeah. Um, I'm like and a... then face backlash from the men and then, rather than the women.
0: And then he doesn't back down. Like, he yeah. hasn't apologized, which well, I Well, didn't know, you tell me mixed... that he
1: actually grew his, like, followership after he, he his, like, his supposedly, like, made this joke and, like, got, you know, attacked for it?
0: Yeah. I kind of respect – that he didn't apologize because I, I don't want to apologize when it's something I'm not sorry for. But at the same time, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it.
1: It's not like he's saying he condones, you know, like, it's, it's you're going to a comedy show for the experience of the laughter mm-hmm. and you have to accept that, like, what you're discussing and what you're sharing is all going to be, like, satire and comedic and for the reason, for the purposes of getting a laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like very rarely that people do comedians go out there and like preach about something that is like their true beliefs like they're supposed to be like a little while a little out there a little extra so that you do get that reaction because if you're just out there and you're just you know saying everything people agree with Mm -hmm. that would be so boring
0: yeah so that was also something i was thinking about is how like the point of comedy is not to try this is something he was saying too the point of comedy is not to try to hurt your feelings it's he wants you to laugh he's not trying to hurt somebody in the audience's feelings he's not like you know pointing at them yeah it's not like bullying there's a difference between bullying and like comedy yeah but at the same time I question his reasoning on that because I have learned like it doesn't matter your intention what matters is your impact and that's like a big thing in relationships like I tried to tell my ex that it was like I know that your intent was good, but you impacted me in this way. Yeah. And I don't appreciate it. So – but comedy is, like, a whole different thing. It's not, like, a relationship. So. Yeah.
1: I reckon – I think – I definitely think the context matters. Like, yeah. you're kind of saying as far as, like, where you are, who you're with. Like, if you are in a relationship and your partner is saying things like that that are going to, like – degrade you or Mm -hmm. like you know make you feel that way that's not okay yeah but i also think that you are signing up for a certain level of like uncomfortableness when you go to a comedy show or something like that yeah like you go to have a reaction Mm -hmm. same people get on roller coasters Mm -hmm. like you're gonna go and get on a roller coaster and be like that was too scary yeah like this is what you paid for
0: yeah it's you amazing. know what I mean? And he was he was saying that too. He was like, it's not like music or TV where like I'm trying to tailor it to the masses. Yeah. Yes, I am trying to tailor it to the masses, but like if you don't like my version of comedy, then you don't have to watch.
1: Yeah. Yeah, other... you don't have to watch it. Yeah. You don't.
0: There's and just I mean... a lot of censorship nowadays, and some of it is good, I think, but some of it I feel like we could do without.
1: Well, I also feel like I mean, so many like podcasts and people and everyone has talked about this already but cancel culture is so severe now it's like
0: it's so severe yeah
1: people are so scared to say anything that like you know goes against public opinion or like what could be potentially even politically incorrect like i don't know it's just to me it's so boring yeah and it's so like i would rather i think everyone is deserving of like you know second chances yeah. and like obviously people are gonna make mistakes no one's perfect like i don't know where this expectation came from that like everyone needs to be 100 percent correct and perfect mm-hmm. all the time
0: yeah that's what jordan peterson was saying he was like back in the day cancel culture was like an angry mob showing up at your door and he was like okay if an angry mob yeah occurs- i'd
1: rather have that <laughs> invite him in give him some tequila like we'll be friends by the end of the night you know what yeah I mean? like
0: so he was like an angry mob of forty people showing up at your door—you're like, like, they are angry enough to go out of their way to do that. Then you probably did something wrong. Yeah. But like with social media today, it's so easy to yeah. like develop an angry mob just through like responses on social. Yeah, media, that's a really Twitter good point. Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy to cancel someone.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
0: Anyways, that was a huge tangent. From What this
1: episode, yeah, anyway, was to be. I know we're like more than halfway through the episode, but <laughs> we wanted to talk about birthdays. Um, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Molly just turned 26, yes. Um, and so you wanted to share some of like your wisdom and just some things that you learned in your 26 years of life, right? Yeah,
0: I will say turning 26 is scary, but I feel more equipped to handle it than like when I turned 24, 25. I felt like I had a quarter-life crisis like we talked about. Yeah. But now I'm, like, now I'm, like, aging. Everybody's going to do it. So, like, even that little 20-year-old that I'm, like, jealous, and I'm, like, oh, I wish I could be 20 again. I'm, like, you know what? She's going to be 26 in six years. So Yeah,
1: it goes by quick, too. I'm intrigued to learn what you would recommend as far as, like, advice and just things that you've, you know, gained from your life experience because I will be 23 in two weeks and I am... I'm nervous and excited, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, so um, thanks for asking. I actually have a list that I made (laughs) Well, I'm so neurotic.
1: Take the the stage.
0: Um, I made this a year ago when I was 25, and it's 25 things. So this is
1: out of date. How rude.
0: Well, you know, whatever. It's like the same (laughs) same idea. Um, 25 things I learned in my 25 years of life. So we can go through this, and you can comment on it. I haven't looked at this in like a year, so I don't even even know what's on it. Um, I wonder
1: if you still feel the same about some stuff. Let's okay, number
0: one, nobody is perfect.
1: I mean, we just said that. Yeah.
0: Matt number Rice. two, everyone has insecurities.
1: Everyone has insecurities.
0: Number three, just because you feel deeply about something doesn't mean it's meant for you.
1: That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a good That's a good thing to remember, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just because. <laughs> <Adriana's clapping. laughs> that's like
0: the idea, like, you can love somebody but not want to be with them.
1: That is because really you know that they're bad for I you. think that does take a certain level of maturity to realize too.
0: Mhm. Um, your uniqueness is what makes you beautiful. Agreed. Because I like the Oscar Wilde quote that's like um, be you because everyone else is taken.
1: Was this that Oscar one. Wilde? Mhm.
0: Everyone I else. I thought that is was taken. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Maybe Dr. <laughs> Seuss stole it from Oscar Wilde. Maybe. <laughs>
1: is that really Oscar Wilde? Yes. I love Oscar Wilde. I don't think he said that, did he? Yes. Okay, well.
0: Also, you love Oscar Wilde because of me.
1: No, I don't. Yes. That's not true. We always
0: fight about this. Oh my God. Anyways. He
1: was like literally quoted on my graduation
0: high. I know because I told you that quote. No, Anyways. you did
1: Okay. <laughs> Here we go.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you attract what you put out.
1: I, okay, we've talked about this, right? Law of attraction. Law of attraction. It's so true. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't share your story with everyone. Keep some things private. Don't let others' trauma taint your perspective.
1: Look where we are now sharing our lives <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I don't know how accurate that, I mean, how I know. how well that one's held up. but I, I think feel that's like true. I
0: meant, like, there's been sometimes where I'll, I'll share something with somebody and they make a comment and it makes me feel bad about what I said or, like, yeah. taints it. And I'm, like, I didn't need to, like, open myself up to this stranger. No, it's true. And, Selective and...
1: vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. I,
0: exactly. I'm going to use that. Um... Don't let other people make you question your reality. That's called gaslighting. True. I learned that was a big lesson I learned 20, from 22 to 25. Yeah. Big lesson. I have
1: become the gaslighter, I think. <laughs> I make everyone else question their reality. <laughs>
0: what? How is that?
1: <laughs> Just, I think my worldview is very different sometimes. And so I'll say things, and sometimes my coworkers are like, what? But I don't yeah, know. But Maybe it's just optimistic, like
0: optimistic, so it's usually for the better. Oh yeah.
1: No, it's like a good thing. But it's yeah. definitely like sometimes I do think that they're like, what is going on with him?
0: Um there's no such thing as wrong timing.
1: Really? Pretty okay, fast. interesting. Explain.
0: Um Okay, this one guy, um I always forget his freaking name. He's like a relationship coach on social media. His name's like Husick or Cusick or Hussock. John Cusack. No, it's Hussek. It's like Michael Hussek or something. Mm. He said, "There's no such thing as wrong timing because with everything you've experienced up until that moment of the decision you made, you were always going to make that decision. Yeah, like your experiences are what help you make decisions. Well, so yeah, you but were that doesn't going to make
1: that's like decision making. That, what does that have to do with timing though? So
0: like you were always gonna make at this the decisions point in your life.
1: This is always this how you would have reacted. This always going to happen to you. Okay. Okay. But then I you get into
0: the big, like, free will versus, yeah. you know, faint. It's a whole, we could do a whole episode on That'd that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, When deciding what to do, cut out every other perspective than your own. It's kind of the same idea.
1: I do think that you should value your own opinion over. Always. I mean, obviously, if you're misguided, I think it's smart to listen to people you admire and take their advice, but. Mm-hmm. I I think that you ultimately have to go with your gut and trust, you know, what feels yeah. right to you.
0: Um, procrastination comes from perfectionism. Let go, life will never be perfect. Oh, but we have to do an episode
1: procrastination on. Procrastination is my plague. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I come downstairs, I'm telling Andriana, I'm like, so I have a paper due in like 20 minutes and I have like <laughs> two sentences.
0: <laughs> That's literally me. No,
1: yeah, it's it's dark, but it's true.
0: Um, As soon as you accept how things are rather than how they should be, they will feel perfect. Wait, say that again? I think my therapist told me this. Um, As soon as you accept how things are rather than how they should be, it will feel perfect. So, like, rather Hmm. than trying to make things perfect, if you just accept it in the moment, it will feel perfect.
1: I, in a weird way, agree with that. Mm -hmm. You can't... Expectations... I've also heard... Here's another kernel of wisdom for you. <laughs> Expectations are just premeditated resentments. Yes. Because if you have an expectation of how something is going to turn out and it doesn't turn out that way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're bound to regret or, like, resent the situation for not being what you wanted it to be.
0: Yeah. So, like, in my program, we talk a lot about the now and being in the now. And mm-hmm. that's, like, really a big factor in a lot of – um psychological theories Mm -hmm. is like living in the moment because that's all you have you you're not living in the future right now there's nothing you can do you can prepare but you there's no need to worry otherwise you're just gonna create resentment later on yeah yeah
1: it's true
0: um find people that make you feel good to be around yes uh loyalty is a two-way street True. Emotional abuse is the gateway to physical abuse.
1: Ooh, dark, but That's a dark. True. One.
0: Yeah. Not much needs to be said about that. A drunken yes is actually a no. <laughs> We're going
1: to I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> as the, as the person as saying disagrees. yes, as the person saying yes, I disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. A drunken yes is actually a yes. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> For Ethan Walters, it is. For
1: Ethan Walters,
0: yeah. Uh, listen to your intuition. It's probably right. We did a whole episode on intuition. Mm-hmm.
1: Which we might need to re-record
0: because Because we were crazy. crazy. Yeah. Um, we're always crazy, though. That's, that's true. Anxiety comes from worrying about the past and future. Take three deep breaths to bring yourself back into your body in present moment. We can kind of talk about that. Okay, this um, is getting
1: into, like, AA advice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Failure Did you pick
1: this up from your meeting?
0: Yeah, I picked this up from my one of my ex situationships. Um go. who was an AA. Failure. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Failure is a good thing. It means you're learning another way not to achieve your goal. That's like Ava when we were doing the ginger our niece Ava, mm. uh, when we were doing the gingerbread houses. I was she was like screaming that she didn't put the ice cream on right or the icing, icing on right. Yeah. And I was like, but now you learn not to do it. She like screamed.
1: <laughs> That's me. I
0: was like, no, it's okay. It's I
1: can't handle thing. not having it perfect.
0: Your perfectionism. It is, I know. I know. I related to her so hard. I was like, I know. <laughs> I love I
1: the screaming. I want to be perfect. To
0: be- I want it to be perfect, too. Um, well, geez,
1: what are we on, 99? We're almost done. Okay.
0: <laughs> Dating slash marriage is not the key to happiness.
1: Yeah, that's true. You got to be happy going in. Otherwise, it's not going to be happy going out.
0: Your parents are not Same for Taco
1: Bell. <laughs> <laughs> your parents are not superheroes oh yeah
0: your parents are not superheroes 100 percent. i feel like you learned that like at 18 like, well once yeah you leave home you're like oh my parents actually are just human
1: for me it was when my dad became gay and left home
0: really that's when you... <laughs> we'll do a whole episode on that yeah. a lot to unpack
1: yeah it's just trauma
0: it's just it's just my trauma. yeah see humor um, going back to what we were talking about, humor well, always talks about, it's always about something dark and shocking.
1: Well, in a weird way, I think a lot of people use humor as a coping mechanism too.
0: Yes, that's what they were saying. Which
1: is God. why a lot of the times I will laugh at something that is, like, making fun of gay people or making, like, making a light of a situation that I actually relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like... As someone who has survived, like, a sexual assault, too. Like, mm-hmm. there are times when I find rape jokes funny.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's yes. not... It's it's very much... Every person has a different reaction, obviously. And I think that maybe there should be a trigger warning or something if that is something that would offend you. But you got to know what you're getting into yeah. in this situation. Like, in the context of going to a comedian or something. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, gotta I know. mean... I make dad dad jokes all the time.
1: Freedom of speech, yeah. Yeah,
0: because that's something that I'm over, and so I can make all the jokes But it also is something
1: that, like, yeah, it helps you process or, like, you know, that's how you, you know, treat the situation. Yeah. Not to say that you don't have feelings about it, but, like, you – that's how you cope with it, too. Yeah. So
0: Jordan Peterson was saying he – like, I have mixed feelings about him, but he does say a lot of very wise things, and – he was saying that...
1: Oh, my God. The motorcycle going by. Thank Sorry you. Sorry, everyone.
0: Uh, We're trying to record. Thank you, next. He was saying that mast- when you master something, mm-hmm. you are more able to handle it with a light touch. So, like, if you have gotten over something, like a dad, my dad's death, yeah. I can handle that with a light touch. If it's something you're still not over and you're still mastering you're not going to be able to, like, handle it as well.
1: That makes a lot of sense, actually, because if it's something that you're, like, currently coping with, I think it would probably hit a lot closer to home.
0: Yeah. Okay. Last few ones. Um, Life is temporary. Tell the people you love how much they mean to you while you still can't.
1: Oh, I love, I love that. You. I love you, too. Um,
0: Health is precious. Don't take it for granted. Crying is therapeutic, not weak.
1: Agreed. I love a good softness. I love ass. crying. Yeah. I
0: never used to cry and now I love it. It's my favorite. I didn't night.
1: cry from like the age of nine to 17.
0: Yeah, I think. same.
1: No, literally. I don't know what was going on with me, <laughs> but like I was like, I was, just, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, emotionally constipated. But now I cry at like, you know,
0: I love all the time. It's the best. Yeah. Um, and lastly, love is selflessness. Agreed. Being selfless, that's how you know someone loves you.
1: Wow. Oh my gosh, you were pretty wise at 25.
0: And now I've lost it all. Forgot
1: all of that. Oh my god, well that's pretty good.
0: I'm just holding on for dear life now.
1: I don't know what I've learned in my 23 years.
0: (laughs) The next episode will be on that. We'll do it. We'll do birthdays part two. We'll do next year when you're 24.
1: Oh my god, I know. Next next year, two weeks. 23, bitch. (laughs) I'm still in the prime of my life. I
0: know, I meant next year. Next year
1: oh like a year up a well year next from year from is that. like two weeks away
0: i know but i meant your next birthday uh, okay
1: okay yeah
0: <laughs> see it we love each other so we can fight yeah. like siblings we can handle it with a light touch
1: yeah no for everyone listening i'm still very young and and cute um i'll always be younger than molly too. <laughs>
0: yeah unfortunately <laughs> sorry not sorry all right well thank you for listening we gotta go to a party
1: we gotta drink we gotta drink we're celebrating because we're done with finals. Yeah, we're happy done. holidays, guys! Um, if you are like me and need to do your Christmas shopping, um, then you should probably get on that because Christmas is like a week and a half away.
0: <laughs> Even though everyone will probably hear this in January.
1: Um, but yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, true. This is going to be coming it's out. It's going to air Hold in on. January. <laughs> yeah, they say you're not supposed to reveal the magic of Hollywood, but that you like pre recorded
0: Oh no! But we What's did. Gonna so happen? there's going to
1: be a slight delay. Yeah,
0: something bad will happen.
1: If it's the end of the world, then you know, hold on to your porta potty and <laughs> hold we'll on to your tent. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Till next
1: week.